So, Kelly, uh, what was the first project that made you fall in love with filmmaking? Um, so, in high school, I went to like kind of a creative arts high school, mm -hmm. and part of like my senior thesis was to make a film by myself, and I had this math teacher who liked to compose poetry about math. Um, and he had this poem about, um, you know, like 1984, the very like George mm -hmm. Orwellian, like imagine we live in a dystopian world, oppressive yeah. government. It was like that, but the protagonist was a triangle. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and so for my senior thesis, I was like, I'm gonna like adapt it into this like sci-fi kind of like 1984 meets Giver kind of short film. Mm -hmm. um, and I learned After Effects by myself and oh, wow. put like shapes on top of everyone's like heads. That's so, like, funny. this is like a world where people are like shapes. Um, and that was when I really was like, I want to pursue this because mm -hmm. it was the first time I worked with a crew. And I was like, I need so many like extras in the scene to pull off the scale that I want to. And my entire high school showed up. Everyone showed up at like 8 a.m. to like be in this film. And I was like, this this is like the spirit of like collaboration. This is the spirit of like when art meets you know um, everything that you know you wanted to be with like mm -hmm. connecting to people and working with people. And that was the first time I was like, this feels really good. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, just making something with so many people. Yeah, that's so yeah, amazing. a short film about triangles living in an oppressed government. <laughs> there you go, that's all you need. So similarly, mm -hmm. when did you realize that this is what you wanted to do? Yeah, well, similar to you, I went to like an arts-based high school and we had an after-school film program that was called like the Cinema Conservatory. Um, so I auditioned for that and I ended up getting into it and I just kind of fell in love with film because I felt like it combines so many different art forms, like storytelling, like the visuals with cinematography, the component of like talking to people and making real connections and building a community. Um, and when I decided to pursue film, it was kind of more so, um, my like inspiration behind it was my family and their stories and like feeling a need to kind of share their stories because I come from like a Persian Jewish background and my parents and my grandparents all kind of left Iran in the early 80s, late 70s, and they just have these, like, the most incredible stories of how they left and what happened to them and just rebuilding their life in America. And that really informed a lot of, like, my passion behind film and why I wanted to do it. And so um, I just decided, you know, if I'm going to go for it and, like, really pursue this since it can be so difficult, mm -hmm. that, like, that was going to be my fuel to do it. Um, so yeah, then when it came to like college decisions of like, am I really going to go to film school or am I going to do something else? I was like, I really can't see myself doing anything else. Yeah. Um, so that, that moment was kind of like, okay, I'm doing this. I'm going to go for it. Totally. It's kind of like every different art form is a way to tell a story, like whether it's music or photography or writing, mm -hmm. but then filmmaking is like the most powerful because it's yeah. everything. Like you have exactly. all these different mediums to be able to do that. Exactly. It's so immersive and... Too, like I feel like it's one of the few art forms that does have that collaboration element to mm -hmm. it. Like you're not just isolated on your own making this thing. Like you get to do it with a group of people. Mm -hmm. So I think for social people who like are also artistic, it's yeah. a really good thing to be a part of. Totally. Yeah. Um, so if you could only use one color scheme for the rest of all of your projects, what would it be and why? Oh my gosh. 
It rides the fine line between millennial pink and salmon pink. <laughs> love it, love it, love yeah, it. Yeah, I think maybe because, like, growing up, like, pink is always, like, mm-hmm. oh, like, you like pink. Um, yeah. And that's probably why I, like, started putting it in films. Yeah. Um, whether, like, in title text or just finding ways. Um, but I love kind of, like, the muted pastels mm-hmm. of, you know, the millennial pink, salmon mm-hmm. pink. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm a huge fan of just, like, dispersing color throughout a film yeah. and then also kind of keeping it cohesive with, like, text and, you know, right. even, um, yeah, even with, like, end credits, too. And yeah. it's, like, it's such a, it adds a little, like, circle. Yeah, like. totally. It's, like, a fun little element you can add to a film that just, like, gives it that much more personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I like millennial pink. That's a good one. <laughs> or maybe Gen Z pink. Gen Z pink, <laughs> Gen X. <laughs> yeah. What is the best advice you've received related to filmmaking? Yeah, so I think the best advice I've ever gotten with filmmaking was actually when I first started when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, we used to like pitch projects to our teachers and like the other students, and then our teachers would pick like five stories that we would tell and like they'd group us up and I had this documentary that I wanted to tell about my family friend's story like escaping Iran during the revolution and I was telling my teacher about it and I was saying well I just started so I don't want to do this one first like I want to wait till I'm a little bit better at filmmaking and then tell that story and he looked at me and he was like why why don't you just do it now and I was like oh I don't know and he was like just do it and I was like okay, I guess I'll just do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think his advice of telling me like not to wait and like to just go for it and like kind of go past that like perfectionist, mi- perfectionist mindset that I think a lot of like artists and filmmakers have that mm-hmm. kind of hinder them from doing things yeah. was really encouraging and just made me realize like, oh, you don't have to wait to do things and if it doesn't turn out good, mm-hmm. then it's no big deal, you can try it again you know, kind of, like, took the pressure off of filmmaking and, like, the craft and just reminded me, like, to to go for the things I wanted to go for. Totally. It's like, if if you wait, then you're going to be waiting forever. Like, there's never going to be a right, perfect time to start doing something. Yeah, exactly. And I had, like, a similar thing happen to me in college, but I got the opposite advice Mm -hmm. from a professor where I, I wanted to tell this story Um, And he told me, don't do it. You're not at that level yet. Like, Mm -hmm. wait till you, um, like, are a senior and then tell that story. And and the voice of my high school film teacher came back and said, no, Julia, do it now. (laughs) And that was, like, the best thing I could have done because that was my first film that actually ever got into Nifty. Oh, my God. Yeah. So um, that was, that's my best advice is just, like, if you have a story you want to tell, don't wait. Go ahead and do it. Um, yeah. And you'll learn from it, and that's how you'll build your skill. Yeah. There's something about high school film teachers. I, I attribute so much of, like, the advice that I carry yeah. with me now, like, to my high school film teacher. Yeah. It's just... I think it's just they have their heart in the right place. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, what's the best advice you've ever gotten when it comes to filmmaking? So... The editor of Flumptown that I worked like very closely with, um, we talked a lot about like how do we get viewers to connect with a piece of material? Mm-hmm. Like how do you make someone feel sad? How do you make someone feel happy? You know all those like different emotions. Mm-hmm. And he said, um, 
emotions don't leave any fingerprints. So as oh. filmmakers, the best thing we can do is find consensus. Oh. Which I feel like can be interpreted in like very different ways, but I, I carry this now to like everything that I write, everything that I make. It's like, it's not about like, I want everyone to watch this and feel this certain emotion because everyone interprets things differently. Right. So I think then like just keeping that in mind with, you know, filmmaking and making films, um, yeah, it's just about not making one person feel a certain thing. It's just trying to find consensus uh, mm. amongst emotions and, like, reception. And I, I carry this, too, with, like, the notes process. Mm-hmm. I feel like the, the notes process of making a film can be so brutal. Because, yeah. like, we send, like, we bear our souls and we send it to, like, our closest friends. We send it to our mentors. And, you know, someone could come back and be like, this didn't cl- click with me. This didn't land. And someone else could be like, oh, this landed. And so it's like... I remember in the early edit process, I was so confused because like, mm-hmm. wait, okay, this person said it didn't land, so obviously something is wrong. Yeah. Um, and so like not taking notes, you know, literal from a literal sense, but just trying to feel like, why are people connecting with this? Why are people, you know, saying this? And it's just like, yeah, emotions are not linear. They're not like black and white, and everyone interprets things differently. When you do get those notes right, that it's like some people say this, some people say that. Like, how do you know like what notes? resonate with you and your story and how to kind of stay true to your original vision yeah I think it's just like asking yourself like what do I actually want to say right so like if someone like in this scene is like this bumped for me because mm-hmm. um by having the character stare straight into the camera like made me feel really like it made me feel x y and z mm-hmm. um it's like taking a step back and be like okay what am I trying to say with this scene like why is the character looking into the camera mm-hmm. and then if the answer is like I want that feeling to be jarring like I want it to be like this is new information that the character just learned and like this is what I want to achieve mm-hmm. I think like staying true to like the macro instead right. of like the micro totally. um but yeah the notes notes are hard it's They're like so it's hard. um yeah it's like it's it's hard to not take people's opinions and thoughts personally oh, yeah. it's so difficult yeah it's just like I think yeah definitely like, keeping the macro in mind over like the micro yeah that's great I love it that's yeah. such good advice